This is the time and again home service. During these dark, difficult days, take a moment to turn up your wireless and listen to this week's episode of Greyhounds, made in association with Yorkshire Air Museum. And remember, your courage, your cheerfulness, and your resolution will bring us victory. car. You're lucky you didn't have your eye out. Was it Beckworth Road? Sen said it's been hit pretty badly. Must have been. Get yourself into the theatre. We'll have you cleaned up before Act Two. Not tonight, Maggie. I've got a train to catch. A train? I just needed to drop this letter off. My notice. That cut. It was no bomb, was it? Where will you go? My aunt married a greengrocer. Funny little chap with a shop in the country, middle of nowhere. Just fields and cows and a bit of peace and quiet. He died just before the war, so she could use the help. Well, what do you need peace and quiet for when you can spend the night down in Piccadilly Circus and sleep like a queen? <laughs> I've heard enough choruses of we're going to hang out the washing on the Siegfried line to last a lifetime. What will you do? Sell vegetables, I suppose. Sounds rather dull if you ask me. I can't stay here. I can't, not anymore. Just when old Hutchison's given you a line. You're almost main cast. You can have it. I've asked for you. <laughs> will you make sure he gets a letter? You know I will. Take care of yourself, girl. Oh, for a Had a better get back in. His nibs has just started. Good luck in... Where is it, this greengrocer's shop? Shuttlefield. <laughs> Shuttlefield? What kind of a name is that? Welcome to Davenport's Cafe. One slice of bread per customer, two potatoes per customer, free milk for the under fives. I'm not under five. I'm an adult. Would you like the fish pie or the corned beef fritters? No. Right. Where are you going? To take the orders. I haven't got all day, you know. You haven't written down my order yet. You said you didn't want anything. No, I didn't. You did? I said... Fish pie or corn beef? You asked if I would like them, and I'm not very fond of either, so I said no. Was that wrong? Do you want lunch or don't you? Of course I want lunch. I wouldn't have sat down at a table otherwise. Oh, heaven save me. Would you like... No, you're doing it again. If you asked, do you want to order fish pie or corned beef, it would make things much easier. Would it? Oh, yes. Fish pie or corned bloody beef? I'm sorry. I've just been reminded that I have an appointment at half past two. This order took three minutes and 27 seconds longer to place than I expected, so I no longer have time for lunch. Goodbye. And I thought it best to let you know, your lipstick is smeared, just near your right nostril. Yes, that's it. And really, you shouldn't wear a pink-based red. It only brings out your ruddy complexion.
Miss Ruby Winters for you, Mr. Clark. Come in, Miss Winters, come in. The panel are looking forward to your proposal. Each candidate has 15 minutes. So sorry, always knocking things over. Humbug. No, not that. That's a tube of oil paint. Uh, there we go. Humbug. No, thank you, Miss Winters. Um, perhaps we should press on. There's rather a lot of candidates to get through. Are you taking notes, Mrs Layton? Quite ready. Now, we're looking for thoughtful, considered pieces. Here at SEMA, our aim is far greater than to simply distract war-weary audiences with any old nonsense. This war doesn't need another dose of cheery musical hun-bashing. Now is the time for Britain to fight for its cultural heritage. We must defend the values of our civilised nation by any means possible. Wouldn't you agree, Miss Winters? Now, your theatre... It's not exactly a theatre, sir. More of a village hall. I see. And where is this village hall? Shuttlefield. And that's a town? A village near Biggleswade. Oh, I see. Near Biggleswade. Well, the panel is ready to hear your request. The floor is yours, Miss Winters. Yes, well, uh, I, um... I wanted to... It says here you wish to raise money for the Biggleswade Spitfire Fund. Yes, that's correct. You have prepared a project to bring to the panel. Yes, of course. One of educational and national merit. Only last week we had an exciting opportunity to collaborate with the Ballet Rombert. Mm. They will be touring the factories and garrisons across the country. You like the ballet, Miss Winters? Oh, Yes, all those swans are terribly beautiful. Perhaps we should break for lunch. No, I, I'm sorry. I've travelled rather a long way and I'm getting myself terribly flustered, aren't I? We don't have a ballet or an opera or anything like that. Shuttlefield's a small village. It's nowhere, really. We work in the fields or in shops and we do our best to get by. The village hall always used to bring everyone together for a song or a dance before the committee disbanded at the start of the war. It was only old favourites around the piano, or perhaps one of the lads would juggle, which is why... Which is why I want to do something rather more important. A true rallying cry to rural Britain. A stirring interpretation that will bring out the best in the entire community. Yes? Hello. You're through to the Council for the Encouragement of Music and the Arts. I thought you were having lunch. You said you'd be finished at 2.30. I said about 2.30. Have you really been waiting here? 43 minutes and 20 seconds. Yes. Oh, really, Catherine? There was a dead body in the street. Well, parts of one anyway. It was just lying there with bits of plaster and wood and hair, tufts of hair. I think they'd tried to sweep it up. Aren't you going to ask how it went? There's no need. You're clearly going to tell me. They said yes. Not to a full grant. They're very rare, of course they are. But they'll provide timber, extra material for the costumes and enough to get the posters printed. Isn't that simply marvellous? I'm surprised they considered the daisy left out in the storm uplifting, educational and national. It says in this pamphlet that's what they're looking for. 
In a war which is being increasingly fought on the home front, the Council for the Encouragement of Music and the Arts have become a vital weapon to remind people what the country is fighting for. Yes, well, I didn't actually show them my script in the end. I thought perhaps, on reflection, that it was a project for a happier time, one when artistic merit can sing out for itself. So what did they issue their support for, if you're not doing your play? Yes, uh, well, I, um... I said we were staging Henry V. Shakespeare's Henry V. In the village hall? Yes. With three actors? Well, naturally, the society is going to have to grow slightly in the wake of our good news. But I think with a positive outlook and plenty of enthusiasm, we can certainly be ready in time. When do they want you to perform the play? St George's Day. For the morale, you see. That's in seven weeks? Yes. Forty-nine days? Yes. 1,176 hours. And I thought it would be rather lovely if you played the Archbishop of Canterbury. Shall we go home? Raid on port in northern town. Some deaths, champion rescue parties prevail. No. No, no. 40 deaths. Raid on port in Hull. Excuse me. <clears throat> Catherine, your seat. What about it? Vacate it. Why? I'll find somewhere else. So this nice lady can sit down. She said she'll find somewhere else. Really? This never would have happened if I did. No, wait. Uh, I could have had Please, take my I seat. On that train. It's no trouble. Deary me. Sometimes you're really too much, Catherine. Too much what? Station Shuttlefield! Five minutes! You have five minutes! I say, where's the doctor? He said he'd be here at half past eight. Now, half past ten. Everything appears to be in order, Mr. Holmes. You need to keep wearing that sling as per the doctor's instructions, but you're free to go. Thank you. Is it back to base for you? Or would that be careless talk? No, it's desk work, I'm afraid. Seems the forces at B think I've had enough action for the time being. Mm, quite right, too. Give the arm a chance to heal properly. You'll find your coat in the cloakroom. Your suitcase is waiting in the hall. Of course. I can see myself out. How's Stapleton? I heard they had to take the leg off in the end. Is, is he bearing up all right? Mr. Stapleton died. It was all rather sudden. Matron didn't want to upset the ward. He's at peace now. No one coming out to meet you? You could place a call. I'm sure the doctor wouldn't mind. Well, you take care of yourself now. Where, where is it you're going? Home. Oh, that'll be nice, won't it? Plenty happening to keep your mind off things. Nothing happens in Shuttlefield. Good morning, Mr Croft. Morning, Mrs Holt. How's Percy today? Much better. Aren't you young, sir? <gasps> he just needed a few days in his basket. What's that you're reading? Just an old favourite. Oh, I could never get on with Hemingway. All those fish, far too slippery. Why is the cart down here at this time? Delivery for Palmer's. Oh, any onions this morning? Oh, you should be so lucky. There's a choice of tomatoes or tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Come 
They interest you, my dear. Uh, we're having our first meeting on Sunday, 2pm in the village hall. Here, I'll just give you a flyer to read over. What lovely apples! They're such wonderful colours this year. Yes, thank you. Oh, sorry, a meeting about what? There's no need for that, Mrs. Oldfield. Everyone will get their turn. Care for a glass? No, thank you. <laughs> Suit yourself. What do you think? Henry V? Oh, I didn't know Shuttlefield had a dramatic society. Where on earth did you hear about this? Elizabeth White. Good woman. Her mother used to be the housekeeper up at the Grange. Before the war. You mean the Great War? Of course. Well, I, uh, I need to spend some time getting ready for the Court of Inquiry. And there's the new position to think of. There's nothing to get ready, if you're telling the truth. It'd do you good to put your name to something like this. A proper welcome back into village life. Raising money for the Spitfire Fund. Doing your bit. I have been doing my bit. And what are you doing now? Eh? Pen pushing. Filing like a pretty little secretary. You really think you've landed on your feet? Injured arm, roped into some nonsense with GC and CS, safely behind a desk. How do you know about that? I know everything. You wouldn't have caught Jack hiding away like that. He had backbone. Is that everything, Father? Just see to it that you're there on Sunday. Yes, sir. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. We had a letter from our son this morning. How's he getting on? Training somewhere up north. They've got him doing all sorts. He says they've been running along the beaches without their shoes or socks on. Hardens the feet. I wish I was with him. The doctor knows what he's talking about. But I manage all right, don't I? Don't I? What do you think, Will? I'm fit for service, aren't I? What's she doing up there? Who? That girl on the hill. Oh, uh, <laughs> That's Catherine Winters. You know the one who... It gives you the best view of the flight path, that does. You can see our boys going in and out of Daxford. But it's raining. She don't notice the rain. She makes a note of all the planes in that book of hers. And the German one too tries to guess where they're going. And she's always right. It makes me shiver. No, there's no harm in her. Lucky guesses, that's all. She's always been that way. Simple, like, up there. I still don't like her. She looks through you. Like you're not there. Like she's not even listening. Perhaps she's just not interested in what you've got to say. We can't all be going round quoting poetry and the likes. Some of us is uh, plain talking folk. The winters are all right. Miss Ruby's always very kind. Used to sit and read to my mother. Every night, till she passed. She's the one running this play, isn't she? In the village hall? I thought I might drop in. That's just like you, that is. Well, you won't catch me prancing about on the stage in a pair of tights. Spitfire fond or not, my old man would never let it die. Come on. There's some air waiting back at the house. Let's get in and warm for a bit. I think we've earned it. Down, space, let's. Home time. Two, fitted with a Merlin 2 liquid cooled 27 litre capacity. 
named after the bird of prey known colloquially as the pigeon hawk. Swift flyer. Skilled hunter. Morning, Pip. All right, Arthur. How's the crossword coming along? Twelve Dan has given me a run for my money. A preservative of teeth. Six letters. A preservative of teeth. Teeth. I've had terrible trouble with my upper set. Mrs. Henderson's bath bombs. Now, if we were firing them at the Germans instead of messing about with bullets, then we might be in with a chance. (laughs) How are things looking out here, all quiet on the Western Front? There was a terrible fuss outside Carraway's. The old girl from number 25 tried to make up for three mackerel fillets instead of two. Greedy so-and-so. <laughs> Said her son was back on leave and needed feeding up. Only trouble is, he's been in the ground since the Somme. Mrs White soon put her foot down. Already? It's only quarter past eleven. She's normally still limbering her ankles up. Can't stand that sort of thing. Mrs White's ankles? Cheats. Liars. Rashton's there to make things fair. I have to weigh my bit of cheddar and scrape my butter thin, same as the next person. Fair's fair. A war's a war. But then people like her come along. Little extra here, little more there. Rotten. That's what they are. Mackerel. Now that can be tricky on the chompers too. All those bones. My auntie swallowed a fishbone once. It was lodged in her throat for three years before it came unstuck. But she could do a marvellous impression of a sinking ship. It helped to create the most marvellous whistling sound. It was quite the party piece. Until the Titanic sank. Seemed rather crass after that. Edward Holmes is back. Is he? Nice boy. Or was that the brother? I've seen that look before. Used to get it in the first lot. Too many times. Far too many times. Got any tobacco, Arthur? I'm all out. Yes, I have. And I'll be smoking it at half past the hour as I do every other morning. You need to learn how to pace yourself. Not at the garage this morning, Billy? Not today. I've been helping old Butler at the Air and Hounds. He can't order any more glasses until August, so from now on, all lunchtime orders will be served in enamel mags. Enamel. That's it. <laughs> Got that blighter. You're feeling all right. Twelve down. A preservative of teeth. Thank you kindly. Happy to be of service. I'm keeping a low profile. Ruby Winters is on the prowl, trying to organise some to-do in the village hall, floating around like the second cannon. I thought it sounded rather fun. That's the trouble with these unmarried types. Nowhere to expel their energy. What they need is a good... Oh, bloody hell. She's coming over. Catch you later, gentlemen. I thought you were going to smoke your pipe. Extenuating circumstances, I'm afraid, Pip. (laughs) It's every man for himself. Good luck. Miss Winters, there you are. I was trying to wave you over earlier, but you must have missed me. Oh, did I? I'm so sorry, Mrs White. I must have, um, not quite... Have you received permission? From the vicar to be pinning posters onto the parish notice board? Yes, I... Who are these Seema people? I've never heard of them. They sat up at the start of the war to help the arts. 
to keep it all going, keep spirits up, that sort of thing. Local groups mainly, though I believe they're now... Are you quite sure you can manage? It wouldn't be too late, you know, for me to step in. Remember all that business with the Stevens at Moorhanger, with the pigeons and the... Yes, well, you remember. I'm sure everything will be perfectly... You have to understand that this council of yours, they'll be looking for a leader. They'll want people who can take control and get the job done. Yes, I think I've got a good idea of... Now, about the refreshments... You understand that everything in the kitchen goes through the village committee? Yes, I think you did mention... You can make tea on Mondays and Wednesdays, so long as you don't touch the sugar. Coffee on Tuesdays and Fridays. No biscuits are to be eaten on Saturdays. Have you spoken to Mr Martin? Yes. About the telephone? I understand it's his vein of communication. There's a new girl at Palmer's. Serve me just now. Four tomatoes as bold as brass. Good morning, Mrs Henderson. I thought she seemed rather nice. She had red lacquer on her nails. In her grocers. I'm just thankful my mother isn't still with us because what would she have thought? She seemed rather keen to join our merry troop. Yes, I found one of your little pamphlets pushed through my letterbox. Shakespeare. In the village hall. It's officially endorsed to boost morale and help raise money for the Spitfire Fund. Well, it's not a very popular one, is it? Why not do a Midsummer Night's Dream? Now that's funny. Might I count on your presence on Sunday? Certainly not. My work for the VAD keeps me far too busy. I thought you rolled a few bandages from time to time. No one should be working on a Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. A day of rest. Well, it's the only time I could get the hall, so him upstairs will just have to turn a blind eye. And there is a war on, you know. Do let me know if you change your mind. I didn't know there was a local Spitfire fund. I believe Miss Winters has just started it. No doubt she means to have it in the air by summer. What are you doing? Get inside at once, for heaven's sake! They're not coming here. Maybe not, but you hear of stray bombs, accidents, all sorts of things. Then being in the house wouldn't make any difference. We'd still be blown apart into tiny pieces. It's the middle of the night. You weren't sleeping either. I could smell the charcoal. You were drawing. It distracts me. How can you sit there like that? So calm, so... Will getting upset make them stop? Of course not. Then there isn't any point. Is there? I wonder where they're going. Glasgow. Oh, the poor souls. At least we won't be able to see the sky burning this time. I always find it strangely comforting to see that great red glow go up above London. I know it means there's been awful destruction, but it really makes one feel, just for a moment, as though they really are living in the real world. The world in the newspapers and on the wireless. It makes me feel as though I'm almost a part of things. Are you going back to bed? I thought I might sit here for a while. All right. This was Greyhounds, written by Laura Crow, performed by Time and Again Theatre Company. You have been listening to Fiona Primrose... 
Laura Crow, Catherine Cowdery, Tim Cooper, Jacqueline Weeble, Jacob Taylor, Paul Wilson, Kendall Boardman, Catherine Reynolds, Samantha Vaughan, Ben Hines, Adam Martin Brooks, and Anthony Morris. Thank you for listening. Please tune in next time, and remember, keep calm and carry on.